Welcome to Family Business Today, where we feature prominent local and national family business owners. We also talk to top family business experts to discuss relevant topics, including communications, business culture, family relationships, succession and estate planning, values, as well as conflict resolution. Brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business, I'm your host, Greg Lewis. Our guest today is John Taylor, president of Nashville Minuteman Press and NashvillePrintingCompany.com. His LinkedIn profile says they are the coolest printing and branding company in Nashville. I'm sure we will find out why in today's podcast. Well, good morning, John. Good morning. I am really glad that you could join me for this edition of Family Business Today. I've really been looking forward to our interview to learn more about the Taylor family and your family business, Minuteman Press and NashvillePrinting.com. So let's get started. Tell us about your family business, Minuteman Press, NashvillePrintingCompany.com. The synopsis or the shortest version that I tell folks is it's the coolest printing company in Nashville. (laughs) And the, the reason it's the coolest is just because we... We're still small enough to care, large enough to perform, and we've added so many services and mastered so many techniques that we can be a brand solution partner for folks small and large, and and we're really grateful for the opportunities we've been given. Okay, so coolest company, print company in Nashville. I like that. That's That's right. Yeah, there you go. Well, I know that uh, your dad... uh, 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 was not involved in uh, National Printing Company, but you learned the printing business from your dad. What did your dad instill in you that made you want to continue the family legacy of being a printer? I would say the pragmatic parts of it. A, it could be lucrative, and it's a great outlet for creative folks, and my dad is extraordinarily creative. So uh, it, it was kind of a natural fit, and it was in my blood. So when I went to college, uh, that's what I ended up doing at night while I was going through college was learning the printing trade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I'm thinking of uh, my dad. Uh, he always said, that, "Son, you need to get a little dirt on your hands." I suppose in your case, you had to get get a little ink. Uh, on your hands and under your fingernails uh, to to be able to know whether you're going to like doing it uh, for a career. Is that correct? That is correct. (laughs) And it turned out to be fun. That's good. That's That's good. good. Well, it's doing what you love to do and having fun doing it uh, as a a career is really a a great blessing to to everyone. So today, who are the other family members working in the business and what do they do? Uh, we have a ton of family that work in the business. Okay, so it's a big family uh, business. Okay. <laughs> yes, we. I'll I'll start with my wife. Uh, when I bought the company six years ago, um, we decided that she was going to come in and work in the business with me, and she had not before. She homeschooled our children and had other priorities. So when when we decided to work together, I wondered, like anybody would, how will that work out? And it has been just absolutely a joy. So she works side by side with me every day. And uh, she manages our our accounting department through uh, the controller role. Mm-hmm. And her name is her name is Tracy. Tracy. Okay, Tracy. And uh, and then 
we've got my two sons both work here. Uh, JT or John the third. Uh, he is the accounting manager and embraced the business a hundred percent. When he came out of college, he was uh, doing what most college kids do when they finish and, and wondering where was he going to apply this new knowledge. And I told him one sentence and it probably changed everything. And that was just learn business and then all of it can work. You can do, he went to school for Homeland Security and aviation and both could be great jobs. Just learn the business in so that he could administrate it and the opportunity to learn business was right in front of him. So I asked him if he'd want to come here and learn how to do business in general with us. And he did. He embraced it and, and grabbed hold of it right away. Mm. Very also, good. we have uh, my son, Daniel, my youngest son. He manages our sign installation and, and vehicle graphic installation and all of the the large creative stuff that we do. He manages that department. Mm-hmm. I also have uh, two brothers, two younger brothers that work with me. And uh, Don is in sales, knocking it out of the park, doing a great job. Uh, he came on with us about five years ago. And, uh, and my youngest brother, Josh, manages our shipping department. Okay. All right. So, so we, we have... We have uh, generations uh, across uh, and down as far as uh, uh, tailors working in the business. Well, thanks for sharing that. Well, you, you spoke a little bit about your son, JT and Daniel, but um, uh, and and uh, I, I understand that you are uh, planning on uh, transitioning to the third generation and. We know from statistics that only 14% of family-owned businesses successfully transition to the third generation. So what – I know you mentioned the importance of learning the business, but what, what do you see as your secret to success uh, uh, for uh, uh, mo- moving the business on to the, to the next generation? In a word, investment – um, my wife and I made a decision really early to invest in the kids and teach them at home and make sure that that we were rounding them as well as we could before we sent them out there to face the world. And it's the, exactly the same kind of decision when I invest in them here. They're mm-hmm. still my kiddos. And so every every time they learn something, every time I watch a light bulb come on, every time I uh, – I see the neurons connect and, and and business success in their head and a lot of the jobs that we do are real challenges and we'll, we'll be under tight time frame or, yeah. or a creative challenge or whatever that might be. When it does, it can knock the wind out of some folks. So my job is to teach them how to handle it. And, okay, very good, very good. So, so just thinking back, uh, they're already working in the business, but how did the conversation begin about joining the family business? I mean, was there a conversation sometime when they were in high school or beforehand about uh, would you like to join the family business or was it they came in after school and on weekends and and worked in the business and it was just sort of, it was a thing there? Uh, How did that conversation start 
Good question. Uh, in both cases, the conversation started after they finished their college careers. Um, they did both come and work in the business prior, but I hadn't at that point bought the business. I was still working for a previous owner, and uh, so they they came to work with us, and, and we have a great family relationship, so everything was great, and they knew already that they could thrive in that environment. So as the opportunities presented themselves, two super unique opportunities and two super unique uh, paths that they took, uh, when the opportunity came up, of course, I couldn't think of anything better than having them join this business. And when it was uh, when, when it was available, both of them took it. Okay, All right. So they both came directly out of uh, uh, school or whatever to working in the business. I know some family business owners feel that the children should go somewhere else and work uh, for somebody else before joining the family business, and others just say, hey. You know, they've grown up in the business, and um, uh, they're ready when, when they get out of school or whatever to, uh, to join the family business. Uh, any, any thoughts on that? Uh, uh, I suppose it could be either or, depending on the family. What are your thoughts? I didn't get to think about it. The opportunities presented themselves uh, uniquely, and Daniel took a path where he did take a job. He was uh, he's super good with his hands and wanted to work on automobiles, so he took a job and it ended up moving to Louisiana and Alabama to work with a a large uh, collision repair company. Mm And like so many big corporate companies out there, he got a taste of it. And so as that fizzled for him, it just gave me the opportunity to ask him to come on board, and he did. And it's been fabulous. And in JT's case, it was a little bit different. He was just out of school. He's a super conservative uh, guy and really pensive and thoughtful about things. So he was thinking it through, and we were kicking it around one day. And so I gave him the opportunity to learn business, and then he could go and turn it into whatever he wanted to, whether aviation or homeland security or anything else he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, and it, it really depends, as you said, it depends on the makeup of uh, the son or daughter and, and uh, the makeup of the company. And, and a lot of times it's about the timing of it is. is this, uh, I, I know I have talked to uh, family business owners who – uh, their uh, mom or dad who owned the, run the business died suddenly or some, some, some sickness or whatever, and they're sort of forced into it. So uh, uh, so there's very, very differences. So, And it's okay whichever way that they go with. So, so based on your experiences with uh, uh, Daniel and JT, uh, what would be one piece of advice that you'd give to parents who may be considering inviting their children to join their family business? Do it, do it, do it. There is no greater joy. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Every day I get to work with my kids and my wife, and and uh, I neglected to mention one of my best friends, a cousin of mine. Uh, he's the one that taught me to print years and years and years ago, and he, he runs my client services department. But he's, uh, you know, the opportunity to do that is invaluable, and of course, you know, there there are days where you might not see completely eye to eye. Honestly, they're few yeah. for me, so I'm fortunate. But even in those cases, you know, those guys are learning. And heaven forbid they grow up being 
preordained to get into the business and then resent it or not like it, that would never work. So I say if given the opportunity, go for it. Give it a shot. Okay. Right. And be patient. Be patient. Be patient. That's a good word. Have patience. Have patience. Don't get in a hurry. That was a song our kids and I sang when we were when they were little and growing up. So be patient. I like that. Well, let's flip. Let's flip it a little bit. So, what advice would you offer to some children like a JT and Daniel who may be considering joining their family business? I guess the first part of it is do it, do it, do it. I mean, I think I think that my kids really like being here. I know that that they're developing and that they have some opportunities they wouldn't otherwise have if they were in a corporate job or in an unfamiliar territory. They're not necessarily going to get the same opportunities. And so definitely take take the opportunity and see what you can do and then try to outwork the parents try to be more successful try to figure out what they didn't think of and 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 improve it i quote walt disney all the time where his imagineers would bring him an idea and he would say wow that's fantastic that's just off the charts that's so cool you did so great now take it back and go plus it do something better whatever it is that you're starting with now add to it and that's what i'd tell those kids to do make it your own and bring something to the table Hmm. So, so how do you how important do you think it is uh, uh, when children are coming into business to, to match their skills up uh, with the needs that your business has at that particular time? In other words, if you were hiring someone from the outside that wasn't a family member, you're hiring them for a specific need. How important is that when you're hiring children to join your family business? Critical critical when I was young I was convinced when I was a young father and just figuring the first things out uh, I was convinced it was nurture over nature that we could make the kids be what we thought they should be you know program them however you want to look at it but I turned out completely wrong they come out with their own personalities they come out with their own proclivities they come out with their own abilities and we catered directly to those in JT's case he's got a math mind it made perfect sense to 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 bring him into the accounting side teach him to estimate and both of my kids have worked in all of the facets of the business i think that's critical yeah. and uh, in Daniel's case he's a super mechanical guy and thinks that way and in his case he's installing our signs and building giant structures so it, it fitting fitting them to it is the only thing that could make it work if they were not happy they'd leave right okay so so match matching uh their uh gifts up to your needs is better than tr- trying to match your uh, match them up to something that they don't have the gifts for, so they'll be miserable the rest of their lives. So that's a good, good point. I like that. Thank you. I guess so. And I'll add one thing to that, and that's that as a dad, I can't help but to make sure that they both get the opportunity to do it all. You know, that there's a value in working with your hands. There's a value in understanding a P&L. There's a value in all of that. So I'm not letting them off the hook. That might be something that if you want to call it on a pro or a con, it depends on how you look at it as to what you would do. But 
I would because they're here with me. I'm going to press them to learn more, go further, and do all that. But certainly play to their strengths. Mm. That's great. That's great. I think I think the opportunity to do it all is an important thing that I, I'm taking away from all this. I uh, sadly I I talk to a lot of next generation uh, children who've worked in their family business for years and years, and this. Uh, uh, opportunity to do it all to 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 actually even see a, a profit and loss statement they've never seen it in their years and being there and so having that uh, clarity and being able to understand that uh, it's your business and you're building value and assets is is that uh, you need to be able to to see both sides see all sides of the business not just the work side of it so thanks for Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that. Sure. Well, family is family and business is business, and never the two shall meet, unless, of course, you work in a family business. How have you established boundaries between work and your personal and family relationships? You've got working with Tracy uh, every day. You're working with Daniel and JT. You're working with uh, your brothers. How have you established boundaries between work and personal family relationships? Step by step. Uh, it's not – I don't have a formula, and heaven knows I learn more about that every day. But in, in our case, I would say that the strength is that when I say we have a common goal, we really do. And I've seen my guys have chill bumps saying this, but I've seen my children and, and the brothers and, and and the family at midnight when we're all beat to death, you know, and it's been a long day and we've got this giant project that we need to do, but everybody's on board and I've watched them work hard and, and do that. So it's not so hard for me to be patient when something does go wrong or there is a disagreement or whatever it is. I get more joy out of it than I do hassle. So if the learning experience comes up, I'm not necessarily uh, ogreish about anything, but I'm always extremely clear. And so if I'm clear that this is, you know, we're working, here's the goal, this is what we have to do to get there, they understand that, they're working with it. And then obviously if we're hanging out on the back porch, we'll talk shop too, as well as politics or or fishing or whatever that is and, and we'll we'll talk about those things and be unaffected by it but I don't think there's a big separation in my case between the business and the personal we can sit in my office and talk today uh, JT's not here because he's getting his four dimensional uh, ultrasound of his upcoming child our first grandchild well congratulations so, yeah thanks and yeah. but we can we can sit in the office and talk about that and go right over to a hot topic that we may not agree on about business i don't think there's a giant separation there it's got to be i love them first it's going to be their success first and then the rest kind of falls in place for me mm-hmm. so i i I, I like what you're saying there is if 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 you're, there's common goals and there's clearness on what uh, you're wanting to accomplish as a as a business uh, and it's a it's all about the business part but uh, and that uh, I, I, my dad always told me a son it's okay to make mistakes just don't give up the business 
and so the I suppose the question is, okay, we did the very best we could do, but we we made a mistake or whatever. But I think it's important to answer a question with a question: is what did you learn? Uh, how does how does that fit into your your teaching uh, opportunities for uh, your family? First, it's my mantra. So I try to do that all the time. Uh, I think I think that corrective action is all that it's all about. Because everybody, I mean, gosh, I wish every job were perfect, but it's not. And if something goes awry or somebody catches something in production, I want them to, to get themselves out of the situation, do what they need to do to make it right. But more importantly than that, learn from it and not repeat it. So mm-hmm. it's everything is about corrective action. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but again, uh, selfishly as a dad, I get the opportunity to show them how to get out of it and, and teach them how to critically think about about those kind of things. So we'll have extra discussions about that with them maybe more than one of the other managers just because I care that much more. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's that continuous improvement process that uh, we talk about in manufacturing supply chain you know what did you learn what are we going to do next uh what how are we going to do it differently and how are we going to get uh, the best results that we want to get there so you you really uh you know it's obvious uh, that you're uh uh, have uh, strong values and common goals you really uh, love your family and your teaching uh roles um so uh I'd like to ask a little bit about how do you separate the role of parent and boss when family members are not in agreement on, on business matters. But first, before I ask that question is, uh, uh, what what do your uh, children call you at work? Do they call you uh, dad or do they call you uh, John, uh, call you boss? What? How, how do they address, communicate with you at work? That's a... That's a pretty funny question. It is. I mean, uh, and it's a question that I, that all families deal with. You know, I called my dad dad when we worked together for 17 years. Uh, uh, then I know other people that, uh, you know, they, they would have called my dad Herman. You know, uh, so anyway, I lo- I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on that. It's funny. I'm smiling as you <laughs> ask the question just because it's funny. It very, very infrequently will they refer to me as dad, but they do, and it rolls naturally in the conversation even if we're talking to other employees. There are 15 other families here outside of ours, and uh, <clears throat> so it'll come out once in a while, but it's uncommon. Normally, they'll refer to me as Bill, and there's a funny story behind that. Uh, we had an employee years ago that uh, was similar to Rob Schneider's character on Saturday Night Live. He just craved attention. So as he would run his machine and someone would come by, he would make up funny names and sing them a song or whatever it was. And one day he called me, Bill, and my brother Josh Bill just in, in a couple of minutes singing his little songs. And so I told him as a joke, I said, okay, today we're all Bill. And we all started referring to each other as Bill that day. So more often than not, though my name is John and I am their dad, my children will call me Bill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, uh, uh, so 
from a business standpoint, then uh, uh, there's disagreement amongst the family on a business ma- uh, matter with Bill. How <laughs> how how do how do you make how do you solve the disagreement? Is it Bill's got the last uh, whatever he says goes? How how do you deal with disagreement? Ultimately, yes, and it has to be that way, but that's not the first response. The first response is, what would you do? And so if they get the opportunity to work themselves out of the situation, then that same edification that we've been talking about is is in play, and and I'm happy. So even if I thought it was a little longer, if uh, I would suggest, but I taught my kids to debate super early. Uh, So we've been hashing through things their whole lives so they're used to it and i'll ask them to step up and give me a better idea if they have one and uh, if i need to overrule or something i will but of course we have to be successful ultimately and i've got more experience than they do but i'd rather see it come from them well I thank you for sharing that what would you do uh my dad always would tell me if he, i came in with a problem uh, uh at, at the business uh uh, he would say, "Son, you know more about that than I do. Let's let's go home and sleep on it, and come back in the morning. And if you don't have uh, uh, haven't solved it, come back with three options so that uh, we we can uh, make a decision together." So I, I, like, I like that. that. <laughs> what would you do? I mean, you know, that's <laughs> I like that. You know, it's the hard part. The, the hard part is that's not my instinct. My instinct is to give them the answer, of course, but uh, I think I'm getting better at it. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a work in progress as well. <laughs> I think that comes with age and wisdom, and so and you you obviously have that. So, uh, especially uh, uh, going to be a grandfather here soon. Well, I. I've got a feeling uh, that the Taylor family is a lot like my, my family. We love eating, and it's really a part of the American family tradition. So what does the Taylor family talk about around the Sunday dinner table? Does Tracy say, absolutely no business, we're only going to talk about family, talk about business? What's, what's the conversation look like around the Sunday dinner table, table at the Taylor family? Politics are probably first. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we can't help it. That's okay. All right. But uh, but it's it's politics. It's family. And now that the guys are getting older, and and my wife and my my wife and I love to hang out with the kids. And our, our daughter, who doesn't work in town, she's a journalist, and she's got her eyes on the big prizes. So she lives in Chattanooga now, on her way ultimately, I assume, to Washington to do mm-hmm. political reporting. But when we get together, we'll be talking about politics. We'll be talking about their goals. We'll be talking about their new prospects and opportunities. And, of course, with JT getting married and and now they're starting a family, too, there's tons to talk about there. Yeah. So we're, we're talking more often, I think, if we're outside of the office, we're not talking about the shop unless one of us happens to remember, hey, we need to get in early tomorrow or don't forget to order that. But – that's that's not the topic. Typically, not talking about just, stressful, you know, rehashing the the day or anything like that. So you're not doing that. That's great. That's I great. would say never. I really would say never. That's not the type of discussion that we have if we're yeah. 
happened today. Okay. Well, very good. Very good. Well, obviously, uh, uh, six years of building your business and, and you've built a great family tradition. I loved it that you said that not only that there are 15 other families uh, that work uh, uh, in your business and uh, truly our employees' uh, families are dependent on our family uh, to be successful. And so I, I appreciate your, your saying that. But uh, what does the future look like for the Taylor family and uh, uh, Minuteman Press and NashvillePrintingCompany.com? Growth. The, the first 12 years that I was with this organization, I was helping someone else grow it. And when I got my hands on the reins, <clears throat> we really exponentially started to grow. And now the infrastructure's in place and the management is coming of age and the systems are a little smarter, a little more settled. Uh, growth is the key now. And I think everybody here from the front to the back is involved and engaged and ready to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if it's the uh, right time to, to to mention that. But what does growth look like uh, for for you in the in the next three to five years? In the next three to five years, I'd like to see revenue at least double. Uh, we could get specific about that, but no, that's fine. I think so right revenues. now. Uh, are you are you thinking about expanding markets, uh, other other places other than just uh, Nashville? Or no, no, it wouldn't okay. make sense. Uh, Nashville Nashville has plenty, and as as well as it's growing, even battling through COVID, um, it's it's got everything that I need to spread myself any thinner. Wouldn't make any sense. There but we've go. built we've built this as a a central location for everything that's branded from coffee cups to printing to vehicle graphics and signs. So right now we're going to grow right here, right where we are and, and, uh, stay in the Nashville area. Very good. Very good. Well, we're glad you're here. We're glad that you're serving, uh, our, our, uh, uh, marketplace. We're glad that you're a family business that's, uh, understands, what you're doing you're going to just do it do it do it uh uh we just wish uh, you and tracy the very best uh, jt and daniel uh your brothers and and also uh prepping this next generation uh who will be uh, coming uh, late later next year uh to uh, as a your first grandchild and maybe the future legacy for for your business. So, congratulations on all of those kinds of things. What are what are some closing thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners, uh, John, before we uh, sign off today? Do it, do it, do it. Work with your family. It's fabulous. Um, work hard at it, and the investment's worth it. Very good. And really, really, that's it. Business success will come if everybody's on the same team. Business success will come uh, if everybody's on the same team. Cool. I love that. Well, John, thank you for being our guest on Family Business Today. 
thank you. I appreciate you having me. Oh, it's been awesome. Uh, for our listeners to learn more about Minuteman Press and NashvillePrintingCompany.com, visit their website at www.nashvilleprinting.com. To our listeners, thank you for joining us for the Family Business Day podcast brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business located in Nashville, Tennessee. Our passion is to help families create a positive environment where their family thrives, the business performs, and one day can celebrate a successful transition. Whether you're a business owner looking to grow your family business or you're wanting to prepare to someday sell or transition the business to the next generation, check out our free resources on our website at www.tncfb.com. If you want to talk to a family business consultant about your specific family business issues, send us an email to info at tncfb.com. If you want to talk, we'll listen. Until next time, thanks for joining us. Mm -hmm.